So, so much has been happening, and I'm always like kind of uh, just amazed about what God is doing, and, and as I've been reading in the Scriptures, and the, how the Scriptures have been transforming my life and making a difference. And, and uh, I had a friend who, sometime towards the end, sometime last year, had an affair. And it all came out into the open, and there was devastation, and there there was just pain and anguish, and uh, been walking with him through the through the through the last six months, and I sent him a a scripture from Hebrews chapter twelve, but it's going to be from the Passion version. You know, when we watch these mad people called the Comrades Runners, and we see them running, and it's 90 kilometers, 10 hours, 58 minutes on the road, and it's, it's, that's a long time to be on your feet and running. Sue, you've done the comrades as well. Just give it another show of hands. I know, how many hands here? Yeah, I think we, there's a few people who need to see some uh, doctor or something. <laughs> More than a doctor. So Hebrews 12, 1, reading from the Passion. As for us, we have these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. You've got these great witnesses. Uh, Brian Anderson, the the Baptist minister in Kloof, he was, he drove out because he lives in Bartle Mews and he drove out and he he was driving down the road. He just got out before, you know, when you could go, he was going to go and preach uh, in, uh, in, in Durban. And he just thought, look at this. Look at all the cloud of witnesses that are cheering me on as I go off to preach. And we must remember that we all have the cloud of witnesses going off before we, before we do anything. They, they're cheering us on. They're watching us, these witnesses. And then the, the encouragement is, so we must let go of every wound that has pierced us. And the sin that so, we so easily fall into. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination. For the path has already been marked out for us. Isn't that beautiful? That we'll be able to run life's marathon with passion. With determination. Because he knew the end of the road was Moses Mabida. He knew he he was going to get there. Are we running the, our race, our race with Jesus, with such passion? In the, in the, in the Greek, the word for race and, uh, could be translated obstacle course. So we're kind of running this obstacle course. And the Greek word means agony or conflict. The assumption is this race will not be easy, but the proper path to run has been set before us. So it's not going to be easy, Pastor. I'm not guaranteeing you today that this is just going to be uh, just one joy after the other and everything's going to go smoothly, everything's going to be answered and, and there's going to be no conflict. But you must realize the race, what, what the end goal is, is that we're going to be conformed into the image of His Son. And so I sent this to my friend and he came back to me and he, he replied, in terms of his own race over the last six months. And I have run one of those. Talking about 
But amen. We are not good. And as I read that, I thought, oh no. Oh no. He said, we are great. We are great. And that's his journey. His journey is from, from destruction, from, from he, he thought that he was going to be one of the, another casualty. A casualty who didn't make it. Who ended up alone. But God is gracious. And so that really just encouraged me. That all of you are here on a journey. And the journey's been tough. The journey's been very difficult. So today, as we've been worshipping, as we've been singing, and, and the Father is coming, we serve a good, good Father. Is that your experience? That the Father that we serve, the Creator of the heavens and the universe, is a good, good Father? As you sung that, do you believe that? Sometimes I wonder what we think our greatest blessing is. But the greatest blessing you and I have is that we are loved by God. The greatest blessing, we are loved by God. Our our Heavenly Father. That's the greatest blessing. I want Norman just to just quickly come and share something because today is about abundance. We've experienced abundance of the table And if we read in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23, it says, Now may the God of peace and harmony set you apart, making you completely holy. That's the goal. He's going to make us completely holy. And may your entire being, spirit, soul, and body be kept completely flawless in the appearing of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. That's what God has for you and I. That our our entire uh, being, Spirit, soul, and body be kept. Be, be full of, 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 of Jesus. Every aspect. It's not just our spirits. It's, it's as, we, as we walk with Jesus and if we've experienced the, the table in any depth today, as we've experienced His forgiveness, it's not only just in our spirits, where our spirits are renewed and we new creations, but we walk in the newness of who we are, in our new identity. So I would like Norman just to come and share. Sorry, Norman, I... You preachers can never shut up. Is it on? Yes. Yeah, we're there. Well, it's my turn now. You can sit down. <laughs> <laughs> morning, everybody. Morning. Um, on Tuesday morning, uh, when I got up and had my time with the Lord, the scripture reading on the, on the, the book I'm using was Ask Largely of God. And in, in the course of reading what he had to say, he gave a little proverb, if you're not a proverb, a little story. And it goes like this. There was a sparrow who flew off onto a, down to a dam, something like Inanda or Midnight Dam. And he got there and he quenched his thirst to the full. He was full. And as he had finished, he looked up and he saw ahead of him this vast expanse of water And that reminded me of a scripture that Ellen loves so much. It's one, it's a well-known one. 
And it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Here's a sparrow sitting on the edge of the dam, seeing immeasurably more beyond all that he can imagine. Mm. According to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory. And as is so, so, so challenged, God has so much for us, immeasurably more than we can imagine or think. And he's waiting for us to ask. Um, Hebrews 4 says we can enter boldly into his presence. Everything is available and ready to give us. He will never run out of resources. We will never go to him one day and he says, and he'll have to say, sorry, you'll have to wait till next week. He has always got everything that we need. And it's time that the church, I believe, should start asking big of God. Because then the world will see who he really is. He, the world's only going to see him in us. Wonderful, wonderful, beautiful. Isn't the Lord precious and great? Just in the context of that, uh, of that abundance of more than we could think or dream of, I want to ask Mandy just to come and share just a little bit of her journey. Because uh, that's very powerful. Good morning, church. Morning, Mandy. Hi. Can I read something for you? It's from Ephesians 3, um, the Persian translation. Uh, from verse 14, it says, So I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect Father of every father and child in heaven and earth. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Then you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions, how deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love, how enduring and inclusive it is, endless love beyond measurements that transcends our understanding, that this extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will, he will outdo them all, for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. <clears throat> um, so 2018 has been a year. It feels like it's just been such a full year for me. Um, we've been looking for a place to move, uh, for a while now, um, but then a few months ago, it became like really urgent that we find a place to move uh, because now um, we are in danger. My uncle got himself into something and people were looking for him and so we're no longer safe at home. Um, so I pray like, God, please help us find a place. But then I do that thing where I'm just like, God, 
please help us find a place, but then I constantly worry, which is cool. Like, hey, I can do God's job for me. Um, <laughs> but um, I just kept on worrying about it, and <clears throat> it was just such a great burden onto me. And I read the scripture, and it says, you will find you, where your life will be rooted and your rest will come from. And I just gave it all to God. I'm like, okay, there's nothing in my power or my strength that I can do to rush this process or anything, actually. There's nothing at all. And um, I've got prayers. I've got a lot of prayers for this. And when I've let everything go, we found the right place, um, at the right price, at the right location. It's just perfect. So we are moving on at the end of this month to the new place. It's in Ybank, close to Zolani's, and it's going to be awesome. Mm. And then another thing happened. Um, last week was my birthday, and my uncle and his wife were home um, for four weeks. And so um, what I got for my birthday was a car, which is really cool. <laughs> But I can't drive it until I get my license. Like, no pressure. <laughs> so it's just sitting there. And I'm like, I'm so jealous of you. Um, but it's just really been wonderful. And God's faithfulness has just been really, really good to me um, this year. And I'm really grateful. Thank you. Wow. God can provide beyond our wildest dreams. And when you, I mean, when I dropped Mandy down after a meeting in the, in the evening, after a Sunday evening uh, worship night, which is tonight, so come to worship night, when I drop her down there, we're right at the bottom in Stockville, and then she has to, we call, car can't go any further, and she has to run up the hill. I'm scared for myself. So every time we have to pray for protection, and I know that in, the, in, in, your, in your time, even getting to the bus, there's been a couple of times where people have, have, have attacked you. And so this, this uh, move is amazing because it's not just move to another little shack down the road. It's to a proper place, a proper house with beautiful walls. And then a car, just amazing. I mean, when, uh, this, on, on Tuesday mor- or Monday, Tuesday morning, yes, Tuesday, we, Mary Ellen was, we were thinking about the wedding and, and the wedding plans and uh, um, there was this reading, trust in me and rest in my promises. And then the, the reading said, am I not a God of abundant supply? Do I not provide for the birds, for the f- animals of the field, and for every one of my sons and daughters? You are the most valuable and costly part of all my creation. Sacred blood dripped from the tree to show my love. If I had given the blood of my son to redeem you, will I not also give you everything you need as you walk with me? And that's the testimony to Mandy's walk with Jesus. Mandy's walk when uh, Eileen will remember, and when we did that internship program, it was, I think, Mandy and Zelani, were you, were you the two, only two there? And then... Uh, Mandy managed to get a, a part-time job in the afternoon. Somebody saw that she was faithful and worked hard. And she got a, and she got a, she got a job in the afternoon, and that was translated into a, into a job, all-day job. And we see, I just see 
that, that as, we, as we walk faithfully, God supplies His and he, your needs and my needs beyond what we, ex, what we expect. And it's not just like waving a magic wand. This has been four years, five years in the making. And she has to look after how many siblings? Three, three little siblings. She has, she's responsible for them. And yet God has provided. And as I came on, on, on Tuesday evening to a uh, um, prayer meeting, nice when your wife can finish your sentences, hey? As I came, there was, Tabila was here, and she, her husband had just bought her a car as well. And wherever I looked, I just saw abundance, I saw breakthrough, I saw God providing. And, and that's why Norman's scripture is so important, or that uh, Ephesians, Ephesians 3 verse 20, that God is able to do far more abundantly than we think or ask. We're all facing issues today. Not all of them will be financial, some of them will be family issues. Who are we looking to? What are we looking to? Are we faithfully going to walk that marathon race one step after the, after the other? Through the pain barrier, through the, when I can't go on and we have the crowd of witnesses, we have the believers cheering us on and saying, keep going, don't give up. Don't give up. It's worth the battle. The prize at the end is going to be amazing. And along the way, He blesses us beyond what we can dream of at the same time. When I have a look at, at Amy and just the, what a beautiful daughter. What a beautiful, and uh, I think I need to phone her, her fiancé and say, do you know the, about the Lobola thing for South Africa? <laughs> and he has euros, euros. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's in for it and we're going to get some, uh, uh, how many cows are there? Twelve cows and... Uh, what is, that, what is that advert? And what did they have? Kettles. Yeah, they got, <laughs> kettles. You got it confused. They had like 300, 300 kettles on the back of a truck. Kettles, kettles. <laughs> they thought it was, you got it wrong. We won't get it wrong with Joel. We want real euros. <laughs> the abundance of God. The abundance of God in your life and my life. And those dreams that you have. Those dreams and those promises which God has given you. We've sung today, 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20, we've sung that song. For all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we utter our Amen to God for His glory. Everything we are blessed with is for His glory. It's that we acknowledge Him and we say, thank you, Jesus, to His glory. And I know that, that, that's what Mandy is doing. Mandy is giving glory to God. And uh, even in our little journey, and I know a wedding is, is a small thing for some, some people, but you are a bit in, in worry mode and panic mode about how it's all going to work. But I've been given great discounts. I've been given, uh, basically, the Lord has, has blessed it all. Beyond. Beyond. I was sharing, sharing and, and uh, I got given a scripture. Somebody gave me, uh, Daryl gave me a, ship, a, script, a scripture. 
Let's see if we let's have another glass of wine. Uh, and it's John. Did I not write it down here? No, I didn't write it down. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 27. You can put it up still if you want. It's going to be from a real translation. John answered, A person cannot receive even one thing unless it is given to him from heaven. We cannot receive one thing unless it is given from heaven. And what are the promises of God that have been given you? And so the challenge for me and the challenge for you as we look at this, this wonderful book, Full of the promises of God. And the scripture we've, we've, we've sung, it says, they all yes and amen in Christ. We can appropriate them in Jesus. And, and, and where are you today? Where are you finding the, those promises? Are you, are you like me and trying for plan B, C, D, and E? And how can I do this? And if this doesn't work out, then I can do that. And then, I, well, maybe I can sell that and maybe I can do that. I need to go to the... Go to the, the the word of the Lord. I need to go to God. I need to spend time in the word and listening to him and listening to what he's saying and listening to the promise that God would give me. And so that's the promise that the Lord gave me. I'll get everything from heaven. And that's the same promise for you. We get everything from him. Nowhere else. So you say, well, that's a, different for Alan because he's the pastor. It's not. It's all for all of us. The promises are for Zelani, for Amanda, for Rose, for Delve, for Jacques, for Nona, for Eileen. They're all there. He came that we might have life. He might have life in its fullness. We might have abundant life. That we might give glory to him. And the exciting thing of the journey is just... Uh, Looking back sometimes, looking back, I mean, I've been walking with Jesus for, yeah, a hundred years, it's a long time, 45 years, it's a long time. And when I go back, every now and again, sometimes Mary Ellen was sharing a, a story about, was it Elijah who had this amazing victory over over. The prophets called down fire from, from, the, from the sky and it devoured the, the what, is it, what is it to devour? The altar. The whole altar. They were, he was pouring, he, he actually was a real man of faith. He just said, okay, let me pour lots of water. Let me make it. This is not going to work. And yet God poured down fire from heaven and, the, and, the, and it was just all taken away. Just, just like that. That's the God... That we serve. And Elijah, it says in, in the scriptures somewhere, was a man just like you and I. With a nature just like you and I. And so we have authority to call down fire. Where fire is needed, we have authority to call down joy or whatever it is needed. And whatever situation you face, you can call down the blessings and the grace of God in that situation. We have the authority, we have the power. And so he gives us all these amazing promises. And they're for you and I, for each of us today. Let's get excited by that. Anybody need some breakthrough in their lives today? I want to see a show of hands if you need breakthrough in any area of your life. Okay, that's the, we, got, we, we, want, we want breakthrough. 
Do we need, who needs financial breakthrough? <laughs> Everybody needs financial breakthroughs. We also need some, oh, you want a husband? <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Put in an application for you. <laughs> So we've got a lot of requests here. I want want you to stand. I want you to stand. And Mandy's breakthrough, Mandy's story, is an important story. Why? Because the Lord has answered her. So, Mandy, I want you to come and pray. Sorry, Mandy, I'm putting you on the spot. I want you to pray for everybody standing, for breakthrough in whatever area. I want you to pray that the Lord would hear their prayers and answer their prayers. Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for everyone that is in this place today. I thank you that you've been there from the beginning and you are here now and you'll always be here. Jesus, you know every request in our hearts. You know our deepest needs before we even know them. Father God, you say, delight in me and I'll give you the desires of your heart. Jesus, we believe that today. And we believe that... You're the God of breakthrough. You're the God of miracles. You're the God of the impossible. Nothing is impossible in you, Jesus. And Father God, I just pray that you'll grant each and everyone in this place today according to your riches, God, and not according to our own, according to your riches. Yes, Lord. According to your riches. Bless them, Father God. And Father God, just bless everyone with peace, love, and joy. Just let your peace dwell within everyone because everything is going to be okay. Father God, you've got it. You've got us. You've always had and you always will. We trust in you, Jesus. We trust in you for every need. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Please be seated. So, how do I help you? We've prayed this prayer. How do we practically tomorrow, Monday morning, How do we get a hold of God in a way that is real for every single day? And I'm going to want to read a story of a lady, and and the son is writing, and he says, My mother understood the value of her promises, the promises of God. And she had a unique way of expressing it. On her coffee table was a large glass of gems. In the morning... The sun would stream in and fill the room with a a rainbow. Beside it sat a little red leather book of God's promises. And from time to time, she would hold the book and ask ask the Lord, What is your jewel for me today? What I loved most was that when she found the scripture promised, 
a gem. She didn't let it go. She would select a glass stone from her crystal bowl and set it on the table by itself. That's what she said. So that's so I will think about that promise every time I walk by. Because it will either help me today or it will be just what I need for tomorrow. Sometimes the table would have four or five gems sitting on it. And if I asked, my mother could then tell you what the promise was for each gem. When I noticed that a stone had been put back into the bowl, I could be sure there was a story behind it, an occasion when that very promise was fulfilled by God. As she grew less able in her final years, there were a lot more gems on the table next to the oxygen supplies and medications. On the first morning after she had peacefully gone to be with Jesus, I sat on her couch at dawn as the sunlight poured through her crystal bowl. A rainbow of colors filled the room. And then I realized all the stones had been removed. Had been, re- had been returned, sorry. Despite the many difficult circumstances that had tried to indicate otherwise, otherwise, God had indeed kept all his promises to the end. God keeps his promises to the end. And as the, the, the lights stream through these beautiful stained glass windows, bringing different colors, I just bask in that, that God's promises will all be answered for me. That my requests will be all answered and at the end of the day I will become more like Jesus. And so, tomorrow, sometime, get in the closet, get in your quiet time, get in your place and read the Scriptures. And ask the Lord to speak to you. Grab a hold of a promise. Write it down. Put it on your fridge. Get a gem. That's a good idea. Put it on the table. Find something practically that you can remember. The promise that God has said to you. A promise for a husband. 